הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שברנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומשבע ארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש, תדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכל חוכמה, רבנו נחל נפגע מן שמחה. נא נח נחמא נחמא נאום על זכותו תגן עלינו והכל יסכן אמן. So ברוך השם, today we're doing the second part of this manuscript that we started um, on Torah י"ג ודיקות המוראן, um, which speaks about the desire uh, for money and how we break it through tztaka, the nedivut lev, the generosity of the heart that we discussed. And now we're, we stopped at uh, the words ve'yesh arba chayot. We stopped at this idea that we didn't get into yet. We talked about the tzaddik, how the tzaddik is able, the chacham is able to take these neshamot, to elevate them, to renew them, to bring them down, to bring down this da'at, this Torah, we talked about these ideas. But now we start discussing the arba chayot, the four living creatures that we, talk, that we see uh, in lesson 13. Ve'yesh arba chayot b'fkinat nefesh. There are four living creatures, or these angels, in the aspect of the soul. There's also four living creatures. There are these four living creatures within the aspect of the Torah. That are carrying the divine chariot. So these four chayot uh, in the Torah carry the, the chariot. And what are the four? It's Aryeh, the lion, the shor, the ox, the nesher, the eagle, and Adam, man. First one, We see that the first aspect, the first chaya, the first uh, living creature, is the aryeh. And the aryeh in the aspect of the soul is what we call, is what we mention in the verse in Shira Shirim. I gathered my mor in besami with my spices. As it says over there, ariti comes the word aryeh, which means lion, but ariti means I gathered together. And what is mori? Mori, this represents the bitterness of the soul. So, mor, spice, represents bitterness. As it says in the verse, her soul was bitter for her. This represents a blemish in the soul. When the soul is bitter, this represents that there's been a blemish in the soul. And what's the blemish that the soul has been affected by? It's a blemish in a person's raton, in a person's will. For example, when someone wants a lustful matter, when a person desires and wills a lustful thing, this will, this desire is a blemish. And it causes a bitterness to the soul. Um, so what does Rabbeinu teach us? So we just explained that the blemish in the soul is when a person desires something that isn't good. For example, desiring too much food or desiring a woman, God forbid, or desiring something that isn't holy. What happens? When he desires that thing, he causes a blemish in the soul. Why? Because the soul is an aspect of Ratzon. Um, and we know uh, this idea, uh, many times it brought down in the Kutum that the nefesh is the Bechina of Ratzon. That the nefesh um, comes from the word, or the, it literally means... Um, what you call it, um, an aspect of ratzon, desire. So what do we see, see though? When a person desires something wrong, that he has his, he causes this, um, what you call it, this blemish to the neshama, this blemish to the soul. He causes a bitterness to the soul. So now when this person comes to the chacham of the generation with good retzonot, with a good desire, why? Because if he's coming to the chacham, he, he understands something good, which means he has a good ratzon with a good soul. Meaning what? Because if you have a good ratzon, that means the nefesh is good. 
And now the tzaddik takes all the retzonot that you have, and he collects them together in order to elevate them, as we mentioned above. And then he collects all the retzonot of this person, good and bad, meaning all the, the bad, lustful desires this person had with the good ones, meaning the good one, whenever he wants to do holy acts, when he comes to the tzaddik, etc., and he collects all these wills with all these fallen souls. This represents the Aryeh, the, the lion, one of the four chayot on the throne of Hashem. Leshon Leket, which an Aryeh comes from the language of Leket, gathering. And it says, Ariti, I gather together. Shemlaket Morem Marat Nefesh. Shemlaket Mori. As it says in the verse that he's collecting the Mori. Ariti Mori, I collected my more. What's Mori? Marat Nefesh, the bitterness of the soul. Mori comes from the word Mar, bitterness. In Besami, with my spices. What's a Besami, my spices? In Maraton Tov, with the good desire that I have. That the tzaddik is able to elevate the good fragrance within this person's soul. So that's the Ariyeh in this verse in Shir Hashirim that Rabbi was teaching us. The secret of this verse in Shir Hashirim is this entire sequence that the tzaddik is able to take the soul of this person, which has good parts and bad parts, and collect it and elevate it to raise that, that bitterness of the soul and to turn it into something good. And now there's the second aspect of the Chaya. There's the second um, living creature. And what is it? It's the ox within the soul. And this ox within the, the soul is the, the brilliant light that, um, that augments the soul because of the gathering together whenever all those scattered parts of the soul gather together. Why? Because the soul, the soul is scattered together whenever a person has bad or not. But whenever this person comes, um, uh, what do you call it? But what happens whenever the soul, the, the scattered pieces of the soul come together when the tzaddik elevates this person's soul? The the light, the brilliant light that, um, what do you call it? The shor, the shor, the ox of the soul is what we call that brilliant light that, um, that uh, what do you call it? That is added, that is part of that soul. Because all those scattered pieces come together, and now the soul is able to shine properly. Now the soul is able to illuminate itself even more so. is able to illuminate and to shine more. Because when a person's desire is not shining, then the soul is in the aspect of what we call the soul is hungry. Because it's not able to give a flight. Because the primary aspect of hunger comes from a lack of being able to, a lack of light. He afflicted you and he hungered you. And he fed you the man. And what did it say over there in the Gemara? We see that from here the blind person has no satisfaction. Meaning what? That true satisfaction and, and, um, and being satisfied the opposite of hunger is whenever you have eyesight, is whenever you have vision. But a blind person, because he can't see, he's never really satisfied. Because the, the primary aspect of satisfaction, the essence of satisfaction, comes because of the light a person sees with his eyes. So we see when the soul is lacking, meaning when it's in the aspect of hunger, that the soul has no light. But whenever that hunger is filled, then it's able to illuminate, meaning what? When the soul's scattered pieces are gathered together. And therefore, when a person's cannot, when a person cannot see, his soul isn't filled. Meaning, what's the soul? It's the ratzon. Because better a sight for the eyes than the wandering for the soul. Meaning what? 
this the sight of the eyes is connected to the soul. And therefore, when a person burnishes his soul with these awesome lights, these brilliant lights, and then we say about the verse, it's no longer a hungry soul, but a hungry soul, filled with good. And he shall satiate you with the um, with the brilliant lights of this, uh, for your soul, with the, brilliant, uh, with the brilliance of your soul. And this represents the shor, the ox. Why? Because shor comes to the word ashre, which means what? Or this aspect of shur. An aspect of gazing, of seeing. It says better is the sight of the eyes and the wandering of the soul. Meaning what? Shor is the mar'enaim, is the light of the eyes. So we see that the shor represents the light that the soul, um, the, the brilliant light that, the, that augments the soul. Because the scattered pieces of the soul are gathered together when he comes to the tzaddik. The nasher, the ego, in the aspect of the soul, this is the aspect of renewal. Meaning, Rabbanu is explaining all these four living creatures, these four types of um, um, images that appear in the Kisei Kavod, in a way that, the, um, in the, uh, what do you call, in this, in this sequence, how the tzaddik is able to elevate these souls. And what happens when a person comes to the Tzaddik and what he's able to do. Meaning the first aspect is the Arya. The Arya is whenever the Tzaddik c- collects all the pieces of the person's soul and good and bad together. All the Ritz are not good and bad together. The, the, the Shor is whenever the Tzaddik is able to make the soul of this person illuminate itself, able to shine because the Tzaddik is able to gather and collect all the scattered pieces of the soul. The third, the third aspect, the third, the third sequence of this, of this Tikkun that the Tzaddik does when a person comes to him is the, what we call the nesher, the ego. The nesher should be chinat nefesh, the ego in the, as, the, in the aspect of the soul. Zechidush, this represents the renewal of the soul. Shinichadesh nefesh b'adiyatah, that the soul is renewed whenever it, as, whenever it ascends. Bifchinat ibur, in the aspect of a pregnancy. That's a uh, Kabbalistic concept, look in lesson 13 over there for more on this idea. This represents the ego. Why? Because the ego represents renewal. Renew your youth as an ego. That the ego constantly renews itself. So we see that the, the renewal of the soul, when the tzaddik is able to elevate the soul of this person, is the aspect of nesher. And the fourth thing is Adam Shebenefesh, the man within the aspect of the soul. What is this? This represents. This is the aspect of what it says in the verse. By he, Adam and Nefesh Chaya, and man became a living soul. So we see that uh, um, this is the fourth aspect. Ki Adam because the man represents poor and wealthy. Adam represents poor and wealthy. It has both connotations within it. Why? Let us create man in our image, as it says in the verse in Bereshit, atiri, um, with wealth. In our likeness, miskene. This is in poverty. Oh, so that's what it says. Um, that's what the Chachamim say. Oh, shenit laketu anefashot. So Rabbeinu explains now that the Adam represents the poverty and the the wealth aspect. So now we have all four aspects. Oh, shenit laketu anefashot. And therefore, when these when these souls are collected together, then the aspect of Adam nefashot gdorotuktanot, big souls and small souls. Meaning poor and wealthy souls. As you just explained, poor and wealthy. Meaning when all these souls come to the tzaddik, let's say for example on Rosh Hashanah, when we all get to Uman, for example, 
All these souls, big and small, come together in the aspect of poor and, poor and wealthy. And the tzaddik is able to accomplish this tikkun. This is the Adam in the aspect of this tikkun. Because not all desires and willpowers are equal. Because there's one who wants a big thing and one who wants a small thing. Meaning the greater a person is, the more he realizes how much he wants. Um, the more what he wants is bigger. Meaning the, person, uh, closer, the, the greater a person is, the more he comes close to Hashem, the more he wants to draw closer to Hashem with more, uh, what do you call it? with with um, a greater lack of ulterior motives, with more genuine sincerity. Versus another person who's coming close to Hashem from a far place, he's asking more for material things, like wealth and this and that. There's, um, there's differences in Ritzunot. Now, Rabbeinu, we just explained the four chayot within the aspect of the, um, of the soul, but now we're going to explain the four chayot in correlation to the Torah. Let's explain the line within the aspect of the Torah. The Torah is called Oz, strong. And what do we say about strong? What is strength? What do we say? What is stronger than a lion? So we see the lion represents Oz. And the Torah also represents Oz. So the, the Ari and the Torah are connected with this, through this concept of Oz, strength, might. The Shor, the second, uh, the second living uh, creature, is the Shor, is the ox. Sharim Yashoru. Sarim Yasuru, maybe. I don't have the Nekodot here. But what does it say here? This aspect of what it says. That through me, the Torah basically, Sarim, the officers, Yasuru um, uh, shall uh, rule. The ministers will rule. Through the Torah, the ministers are able to have this power. This power. So we see that. Um, the shor represents comes from this word sarim. It has the same uh, the same root uh, the root of the shin and the resh. And sarim yashuru shor over there we see this idea. The nesher, the ego, this represents the renewal of the Torah. It says about the ego, renew you, renew yourself as an ego. And the adam, the fourth. Aspect is the man. This is what we say in the verse. This is the Torah, Adam. Meaning, this is the Torah, Adam, man. Adam is representing the Torah. Because within the Torah, we have stringencies, stringencies and leniencies. And within the Torah, we have a complete structure. We have 248 limbs and 365 sinews. Same is true of a person. And the chariot of these living creatures of the soul, he nefesh is the soul of this tzaddik, of this wise man who accomplishes this entire rectification. That the soul of the sage is enclosed in all these souls who are being uh, renewed, meaning all the souls who come to the tzaddik are the ones enclosing the soul of the chacham. The chacham is within the middle. He's the Yekaram He is the, the pearl within, from, from within. And all the other souls that are coming to the Chacham cover him over to protect him. Um, and it says over there, um, he donned a sackcloth. Because his soul is more precious than pearls. Meaning the Chacham's soul is so, so precious. He cannot be exposed to everyone. He cannot be exposed to those. Um, 
He cannot be exposed outside, so he needs to be enclosed and garbed and uh, covered over by all the souls who are coming to him. Because by the fact that he's so precious, it's the innermost sanctuary. And all the other souls become garments in uh, vis-a-vis this soul of the Chacham. And the chariot of the, uh, what do you call it? So we see that the chariot in the aspect, the chariot of these living creatures of the soul, is the nefesh of the chacham, but the chariot of the living creature of the Torah, what is that? And what does the Rabbanu teach us? These are the ancient secrets that the ancient of days, basically God covered over. That's in the verse, to those who covered and the covering over of Atik, this ancient one. That the ancient one, the ancient of days, Hashem Himself, um, covered over these secrets. This is the Torah. And these secrets are enclosed within the Sipurei Torah, the stories of the Torah. And the man who sits on the chair, as it says in the prophecy in Yechazkel, that there was a man sitting on the chair, this is the wise man, who is the Bala Nefesh, the master of the soul. As it says, if you possess a soul, in the verse. And the man upon the throne of the Torah is what we call Atik Yomin, the ancient of the days. In the aspect of what it says, that the ancient of days sits. It's God Himself. And the wheels, the wheels of the chariot represent the bodies. Because the chariot's primary action is by means of the living animals or those living creatures of the soul. That the soul is able to um, illuminate uh, the, the chariot's primary actions. Through the limbs of the body. And the body has no inherent movement. But everything comes through the soul. Meaning the soul is what is able to make the body move. Without the soul, the body cannot move. It's, it's a corpse. It's nothing. It has no life. The soul is the life force to the body. Um, <clears throat> so the soul it represents, uh, the soul illuminates the, the, the movement of this chariot. <clears throat> through the strength of the soul, um, the, the body is able to move. The ofanim and the wheels of the Torah, these are the Torah laws. These are the the halachot. As it says in the verse, when they move, they move. When they move, they'll move. And when they stand, when they stand still, they stand still. As it says over there. And these four wheels within the body, these are the four elements. And these four wheels in the Torah, these are the four kinds of students. Safug, Mishpach, Mishmeret, Benafa. There's the sponge. There's the funnel, there's the strainer, and there's the sieve. These four types of students, depending on how much they absorb of the information they are taught. And um, we're going to pause here for now. Next um, next uh, 
podcast, we're going to finish up this manuscript. But uh, we see here it's very deep. There's lots of Kabbalistic concepts here. The, the chayot within each and every element of the Torah, or whether it's the, the soul, and uh, all the aspects of the chariot within each and every, um, within each of those elements of the Torah and the soul. And uh, there's many different levels to all this. But uh, God willing, with uh, Hashem's help, and with uh, the Shkut of Rabbeinu, may we understand what He's talking about here, and apply what is written, so that we can really serve Hashem be'emet um, la'mito. That's it for today. God willing, continue visit Perush uh, next podcast.